Charm School is meant to be about bettering yourselves and moving forward. Sharon? Hey, stop. It's a willy. I am the best celebrity. A rather large um, willy. Gross. Not, not the willy. She was like bragging about it, but I'm not like showering for a week. It's so gross. And I don't want to hear about it. This is called Type 1, and I'm giving it to you. And hell, I want that 100 grand. Class is dismissed. What's a what's a going on? It's Shade Palace. I'm Sid. And I'm Anthony. And we're watching Charm School Season 2, Episode 9, Battle of the Brands. And, um, God, Heather's hair is so good. <laughs> They're, like, replaying the past couple episodes with the fights and the crocodile tears and the affliction shirts. Um... Ricky's outfit in the last elimination was real bad, and I can't even express why. I hope they cut back to him. He's wearing like oh, he's got like a big he's wearing like collar. He's got a big white collar. It's a Saturday Night Fever suit. <laughs> like it's a it's a black suit with just like an oversized lapel, and then a white shirt with a oversized pointy collar. Um, and his hair is so greasy. Dude, what do you think his pillowcases looked like during this time? Like, so gross. It, real real greasy. A, real greasy. Yeah. Because I feel like men still use, like, pomades and stuff, but they're not as greasy as they were back then. No, like, grease used to be, like, an actual thing. Like, people, like, grease their hair and stuff. Right? That's, like, a real thing. Well, yeah. It yeah well you would buy um there's this orange tub it was like for afros but like white people would use it too it was this grease that you would use to like spike it up and like um I just know I was a little punk rock kid and like that's what I used and my pillowcases were ugh. um so what is this challenge mm. Heather still looks hungover from three days yeah. ago. <laughs> Yeah, so you never get hung over if you don't stop drinking. Yeah, I wouldn't if I were on this show for sure. <laughs> uh, Danielle is wearing like a collar with just one single tassel coming down the front of it. Looks like she's it's wearing like a, a leather. It's so weird. It's like a leather neck cuff with just a tassels coming down at like the Adam's apple. Is that what she uses to cover her Adam's apple? <laughs> It might be. Oh, oh man, I hate that. It's like it's one it's of those like not um, great. yeah, it looks like a like a Native American like type like tassel. Oh, thing. she's out here. She's appropriating. She might be. That wasn't even an um, issue back then, though. No, yeah, it wasn't. That's when you could wear uh, a headdress to Coachella. <laughs> the good old days. Oh God. Um, and so their challenge is thou art know thyself and they have some brand manager lady who is going to talk to them about branding to help with their career. So this is good advice. It's very pre social media, you know, talking about personal branding. Mm -hmm. What is your brand? And that was the moment. This is like right at the beginning of the turning point where everyone became an annoying douchebag. Yeah, everyone has a personal brand. Yeah, we're on the we're on the precipice of annoying douchebag universe. Yeah. This uh, brand coach lady, she's like, um, per, she's 
I can't tell if she's good looking. She might be. Yeah, maybe a little bit. She she just has bad hair. That's it. Her hair her hair is dry. It's, um she's wearing is she wearing a vest? Yeah, the, ve- the vest the vest doesn't help either. I'm not a yeah. not a fan of a vest on a woman. Call me a sexist. No, but dude, I can see this fucking lady in a pair of seven for all mankind boot cut jeans with like a lacy camisole style tank top and like a big a belt with a big turquoise a belt buckle, like one of those sort of like I don't know. I, they're like California moms is what I think of them as. Like, she would look hot like that. She has a turquoise you know necklace on right now. I, I don't know if that's where you oh, pulled the... Oh, she does? I don't know if that's where you pulled the um, inspiration from, but... No. Yeah. No, that's so funny. But yeah, I, I could see her getting all tarted up and looking good. Going to a yacht party. <laughs> All right, so Heather. Okay, I remember where we are now. Oh, because everyone has to rate their satisfaction with areas of their lives. And um, a couple of the girls said that they weren't happy with their sex lives because they weren't having any. And, like, Destiny said, like, no, because I'm not having any. And then um, Heather got super mad because she's like, I know you fucked this person and you fucked this person. Oh, and Brandy M lied because she's like, I basically like, I know you hoes are banging. So what do you mean you're not happy with your sex lives? Um, It's just weird that Heather is really focusing on them. Like this is supposed to be a personal internal challenge. And she's like, rather than just talk about herself, she's focusing on these other girls. It is strange, but then again, it is strange that the other two are just like they do know that almost everything they've done since in the past like three years has been on TV. Where it's like, yeah. like we also, know we know you're not like I know you're not a prude. Like it's okay, you don't have to pretend. Yeah, they just showed that Destiny hooked up with the Entertainer on I Love Money, and I don't know if you remember the Entertainer from I Love New York. He was the guy who lived in his parents' basement in like Long Island. He was a good-looking dude, but, like, he was kind of a weirdo. He had a foot fetish and lived in his parents' basement. Oh, shit. I do, re- I do remember him. Yep, I do. Yeah. Never mind. Foot fetish brought it back. I have a, yeah. I have a, a fasc- like, fascination with people that are fascinated by foot fetishes. Yeah, he, like, sucked New York's toes in a jacuzzi. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, it's a weird fetish. I don't understand. Like, a lot of fetishes I can get – I can – understand it but the foot thing i don't get really. I, I, I do not understand there's nothing inherently sexy about it in the term of like it's just not uh i don't know sexual object yeah yeah it has nothing there's nothing sexual about it um i mean listen would i love someone to break into my house wearing a ski mask and rub my feet yes 100 percent. i'm working class my feet hurt but like I'm not going to come. It's just going to make my feet feel better. So, like, I do understand that. It's just, it's so common, too, where it's like. Yes. It's it's one of the ones where it's like, I don't, I don't get this at all. But it's not a thing where it's like, oh, it's, I don't get this, but I hardly ever encounter it or something like that. It's not like some weird, like, baby fetish or something. It's like, yeah. like, I know people. Like, I, I know people and I don't know if they have a foot fetish, but I've met them. Like, I've looked you in the eyes, um, and, and you you have a secret behind those eyes. Do, it's always men, too. I don't think women have foot fetishes. 
Um, I mean, I've dated a couple guys with foot fetishes and it was always weird because I just am like, I don't, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, because it's not doing anything for me and it's doing a lot for you. And I just like the whole thing is really weird. Um, so I, yeah, it's, it's a weird exchange. I've, I've spent but I don't think I've never met a woman who's like, yeah, I just love feet. That's that's the other thing where it's like it's just dudes like I don't even know what a if I went home with a girl and I found out she had a foot fetish, I would be so blown away. Like I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, I think that I've heard someone talk about how they had like kind of an ankle fetish and it's because when they were little and their mom wore dresses and they would like cling to their mom's ankle, like it was security. And so they thought that like, that's where it came from. And like, they loved like pantyhose cause they remember like grabbing onto their mom's legs and the pantyhose. So like maybe the foot fetish is like similar, like you're a baby, you're playing on the ground and your mom's feet are there. And that like is comforting. I don't know. I, I think I had heard something similar. Also, I guess the the area of like, I don't know, like finding like ass or like tits or something like that. I guess like feet are like very close to that like part of the brain that finds that stuff attractive. No. Yeah. So apparently it's just like a, it's a crossed wire is, is what I what I really? heard. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Because they were like, I think they probably did some some scan, like brain scan of people and then like showed people that have foot fetishes like feet and it just like lit up this one area and I guess it lit up an area no. very close to like actual real attractive things. That's crazy. <laughs> I've done a lot of um, I've done a lot of foot fetish research um for someone who finds it hilarious that it feels like I'm deflecting. Like <laughs> I have to get in front of that and be like, "Hey, listen, I don't I don't have one, but it it definitely seems well, like yeah. it. I can see why people would connect the dots. It seems like I'm uh the, the detective that actually committed the crime. Well, I do like a podcast where I talk about a lot of sex stuff and like fetishes. And so people, I think assume that I'm like really kinky and I'm like, no, I like to have normal sex with crazy people. Um, not crazy sex with normal people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's all about the mental dynamics. Uh, but what was I going to say? This challenge is crazy because they're going to go work with graphic designers at Christian Autogé's studio, um, the man behind Ed Hardy, uh, and they're going to design their own T-shirts. But before that, they have to argue about how Heather said that uh, Destiny and Brandy M are banging and they don't think they're banging. Um, and I think what Destiny said was like, listen, I've only been having like two partners a month, which isn't enough for me. Yeah. She's like, it's not like I'm banging a different person like every single day. And I think that was even like her intonation of like, it's not yeah. every day. All right. It's, it's a few, it's a few times a week, which is fine. Uh, We're not shaming. Which is totally fine. Yeah. No, I'll never forget. Like there was a time where, um, like I had like, I'd moved to New York. I worked in fashion. I lived with a boyfriend, whatever. And like, I left all that behind and I came back home to Phoenix and immediately had my face mauled by a dog. And I went through, I basically like went through a year of partying really heavily. Cause I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my life. And, um, during that time I went to the County clinic to get tested. Cause I like to go pretty regularly. And they asked me like, how many partners have you had in the past six months? And I said eight, which actually was an understatement. 
And then the person, and I don't think they're supposed to do this. The, like the clinician was like, that's kind of a lot. And I was like, oh, well, glad I didn't tell you the real number. You said eight, single digit eight. I, I said eight, the number eight in the past six months. And they were like, that's kind of a lot. No, it isn't. And I'm like, I don't, I didn't think it was. And also. It's not that much at all. Also. It was, it was probably more like 12 <laughs> and like, I couldn't believe that. Like, cause you normally clinic workers, it's supposed to be very like non-judgmental. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean that eight's a lot? I've got nothing but time on my hands. I'm an alcoholic and I don't sleep. <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> I'm bored. I don't, I like just left a long-term relationship and I don't like to sleep alone. And uh, strangers usually only want to sleep over if you suck their dicks first. So <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> just, I just understand human interaction better than most people. You know what I mean? If you want a stranger to cuddle with you, you got to go down on them. It's, it's, just the it's, way things are. it's a give and take, you know, the rules. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so they're at Christian Autogé Studios, and they're pushing this other line, Smet, that he has with, like, some French artist, French musician, and then they're like, so if the winner will have their shirt made and released with Smet. What is I can't, Smet? Smet is the worst brand name I've ever heard. It must mean something in French. Uh, and Destiny's like, I can't believe it. We're here. Like, Ed Hardy is my favorite brand. I just can't believe it. And I'm like, oh my God. It's weird to think that anyone would say that, like, non ironically, ever, at any point in time. I think we're like two years away from a serious Ed Hardy comeback. Maybe less. Oh, I think so. Yeah, because there's a lot of the, 2000s. The trucker, the, the, the trucker hat thing is back big time. Oh. I hate it. So much so that my company, my corporate software company, is putting out new mm-hmm. merch like for the employees and stuff like that. And Trucker Hat was on the menu. Oh, my God. They're going to put this so corporate-ass just... logo on a fucking mesh Trucker Hat. And I can't. Uh, bitch, I'm rocking it. I'm wearing that to the beach. Are you? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll wear that to church. Um, yeah, my bar sells trucker hats. And then like when we get it, when we do a new release, like people lose their mind and they're like, oh, I got to have this one. I'm like, how many fucking hats for this bar that I'm not going to name do you need? <laughs> like, it's like just like the new Ed Hardy drop. They're like, oh, my God, I got a hat because we'll do like 12 of each color and we'll do like three colors at a time. And people are like, oh, I got to have it. Yeah. Like limited edition. Yeah, like, how many fucking hats? Like, I'm like, they give them to me for free, and I don't take them <laughs> because I don't. I prefer a dad cap, um, which I, when the guy who does our merch was like, do, what do you think? And I was like, well, I, I prefer a dad cap. And they didn't even know what that was. Um, Heather's putting her face on, on her shirt? Yeah, so everyone else is designing this thing to describe their personality, and Heather's putting her face on hers, which I love. Cause like she does look good in that picture. Yeah, she looks. She looks you know good. what I mean? Like superimposed and over white, an American flag, and it's like, well, two of my favorite yeah. things. And white trash people love wearing hot chicks on clothes. 
I shouldn't just say white trash people. I, there's a lot of like Latinos that do that too, like out here and well, yeah, you're you're also in the Southwest. Mm-hmm. Like Latinos love like um like hot bitches on shirts. I think the um, the the crossing of those cultures is a beautiful thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Listen, desert style like supersedes race. You know what I mean? It does. It's the it's the desert. We need a hat because it's sunny yep. and we like hot bitches. Yeah. Like, the, that's what we like. The heat brings you all together. You don't guys don't see race. It's, you just see sweaty people. Yeah, we want to listen to like some low rider oldies. Everybody fucking loves that. I mean, I'm from Detroit where like, you know, Motown City. Then you come out to like Southern California and like Hispanics love low rider oldies. Like, it just, it unites people. It really does. Mm-hmm. Um, and Heather's, like, person who's working on hers, their computer crashed, so there's, like, a little bit of drama there. What's the um, What's the point of Destiny's little green flower? Flower bow? Um, she just wears them. I mean, this is a time where big bow clips were a thing, like, the MySpace girls were doing the big giant bows. Um, and Destiny does look good. I noticed she wears flowers a lot in her hair. She has like really long sort of island hair. So the flowers do look really nice. Mm. I, I like Destiny's vibe. She has just like super long hair, olivey skin. Huge fake tits. Um, he, are her tits fake? Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, they are. Uh, let me watch her do a naked cartwheel again. Unedited. I saw her in like she did on Rock of. I saw her in Hustler, and I'm pretty sure they were fake. Oh, pretty... yeah, she did Hustler. Let me see here. Let me just. I'll, I'll just do a quick confirmation real quick. Mm-mm-mm. Destiny, Rock of Love. Tits. Nude. Yeah, it was Hustler. I nailed it. I didn't. I wasn't sure if it was actually Hustler or not. <laughs> You know what? Nope, never mind. Ah, you know what? Those might be real. I feel like she might have had big natural. She has like a naturally curvy body. Mm, those are not real. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm looking it up now. From the bottom angle? Like, you know, some of the, you know, the, the hustler angle of like, you know, spread them. Um, yeah. There's no scar on the bottom. Or not a visible scar on the bottom that I can see. Dude, if these are fake, they're good fake. If you just looked up like Destiny Rock of Love nude, there's one where it's like oh, I'm look- her standing in front of like a radiator. A lamp. Oh, a radiator. I'm looking at one where she's by a lamp and they are kind of perky, but it also her hand is placed like it's holding it up, there, which I'll take note of next time I'm taking nude photos of myself. <laughs> I'm going I'm to um, text you this one. I was, okay. I just tried to show you on Zoom and it just did just does does not work. Oh, I found one where they're obviously fake. Like those are those are though? some big old fakies. Okay, hold on. Oh yeah, those are fakes. Yeah. Those are fakers. But those don't look like the same tits she had in Hustler. And that, she has those weird puffy nipples. Yeah, that's what I'm Those I'm, look like breastfeeding nipples. Yeah. The the ones in Hustler look Really, really good. They look good. And she also looks, I don't know, she looks airbrushed to shit. She looks really smooth. <laughs> All of her features look real smooth. Very smooth. Looks like her face is um, photoshopped on her body. 
In the one you sent me? No, in, in just the Hustler spread. Oh, in the Hustler one. Oh, yeah, it does. Oh, yeah, it totally does. Yeah, it looks like a different That's face. That's so funny. Yeah, it's so, and the way they have her legs positioned, they look thinner than her normal legs. I'm like, is are these fakes? Did Hustler fake it? No, they did. You can. That's so fun. Look at, look at. This is now just the show where we Google things independently and send pictures back and forth. <laughs> but here's, here's um, look at her right leg in this photo and see how it like it goes up and then out and then up again. Okay, like I'm looking at her right leg. Look at her thigh. Up. Uh, yeah, it's Photoshop. They definitely thinned her thighs. Yeah. Like, because her other do thigh does it, like, it. That same thigh on the inside has this weird dent in it. The same, the same reason. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a bad Photoshop. I mean, I don't know. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the, the natural, the natural look. Not a big fan of the Photoshop yeah, stuff. Yeah, I just, it's like, do, do do what you can with lighting and posing, and then you don't really have to do um, much. They actually know? got and Christian Audige for this episode. Sorry. They actually, he's actually Oh, yeah, in he's, it. well, he was on the Rock of Love when he cut those shirts, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, he was. Johnny Halliday dubbed the dubbed French the Elvis. French Okay, he must be the guy who's the partner in Smet. He is. I think they call him a French superstar or something, whatever that means. They were like, oh, yeah, French uh, superstar Johnny Halliday. That's so silly. And his last name is Smet, even though they said it was Halliday. No, it is Halliday. Uh, yeah, I know, but they said the brand name Smet comes from his last name. And I'm like, you literally just told us it's Halliday. Unless, like, Smet is his real last name. And the other one's his stage name. Um, so they all have to go and like one by one present their t-shirt design. Dude, and I'm, I love Heather's pitch. It's so ridiculous. I fucking love it. I love a big ego. Why not? Um, she make a hoodie? So she made a hoodie, which is nice. Oh, and it has an octopus. This actually is not horrific. It's not. It's, it's. It's a little tasteful, believe it or not. Yeah, there's there's an octopus on the back, and then there's an anchor on the front, and um, it says determined and growth. I think it's not ter- It's not. Listen, it's not good. I wouldn't fucking wear it. It is not bad. Um, cause like, it's like they just moved clip art. Like they had like a picture, a cartoon of a shirt, and they just moved clip art over it, and. It's a lot. It's like a t-shirt version of blingies. Do you remember blingies? No. But they're like little gifts where you would drag like like clip art of like sparkly things on top of it. And um, it would be like a butterfly and a unicorn and like a picture of a hot chick and like a diamond. And then you'd be like, oh, my God, it's so crazy that I added these things to this picture. Oh, Kind of was... like how you do stickers and Instagram stories. But mm-hmm. it was like a way to make a gif and it was called blingy and it was very like 2005. Lacey. Oh, Lacey's is terrible. Oh, that's aw- Who's wearing that? I walk into, I, I walk know. into Ed Hardy to look like a scumbag, not to put a political message on my chest. That's for damn sure. Yeah. A heart shaped earth with two different colored hands holding 
Is that a oh, dog? No, it's a hand and a paw. <laughs> it's a it's paw. A paw. <laughs> and it says we are one. Oh, I realized that at the same time. I was like, that's a weird looking yeah. human hand. You know, I'm very Heather. I'm team Heather on this. Her shirt is like the shirts that are made to look like it's a t-shirt over a long sleeve shirt, but the long sleeves are just sewn to the t-shirt sleeve and it has her on it. It has an iron cross. It has strength and truth on the sleeve. And then there's like a butterfly or a pigeon on the shoulders. (laughs) Um, And I love like Heather says like her pitch is like, why not do a series like a campaign where, you know, people want to get more and they want to get the next one. Um, and I love the idea that she thinks like they could do different runs of shirts of her face and people would want them. This is just and the beginning. You just wait. You're just waiting until the people get their hands on the Heather shirt. They're going to Heather shirt too. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the audience is like in France. Maybe they do. <laughs> she has Heather has a, a tattoo of, like Chinese characters and there's no way it says what she thinks it says. Whatever she thinks it says, she's wrong. I would just like to say I've made a lot of wrong turns in my life, but I made it out of the two thousands without one fucking tattoo. And that is impressive. It is because it was all fucking tribal nautical Chinese characters. Um, it, was all a lot it was so bad a lot of a lot of butterflies oh butterflies tramp stamps um i uh it all was something i remember thinking like tribal tattoos looked so cool i was like oh probably like 9 10 11 and i was like that looks fucking dope like look at that dude with the muscles and the tattoo of, of a symbol of another culture on his shoulder yeah, it was the best. Or like when uh, Angelina Jolie went to, I'm trying to remember she went, she got like a traditional tattoo. I don't know if it's in Hawaii or in New Zealand, but it was like a, a traditional native style tattoo where they pounded in with the stick and the ink, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and she got that, which like you're really not supposed to get if you're not part of that culture. And I was like, oh, wow, that's so cool. She's like, enduring as part of this experience i don't know or when pamela anderson got her barbed wire tattoo around her um arm and it was like oh my god that's so cool she's appropriating like, lesbian what? culture <laughs> is that what that is <laughs> oh, i fucking love this also christian odege called the octopus the octopussy nice that dude yeah. fucked Probably. He's got to fuck. There's no way. Yeah, he must. Yeah, he totally does. Dude, I can see him like on a cocaine bender, like a weekend in Vegas, hotel room, like just fucking doing blow and like fucking. And... I, I, can you not get erections when you're on cocaine? Is that a thing? Yeah. I mean, no, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, this I, dude, Halliday, Halliday's face is yeah he's had work done dude he looks like liberace (laughs) he's got like like cheek things like filler injections or something like that his eyes look weird he's he's his eye lift was not even you know what he looks like he looks like 
Liberace's lover that he made get plastic surgery to look like him. (laughs) (laughs) I am. Or he looks like, I think Martin Short has a character he plays that looks like that. Uh, (laughs) He does. He kind of looks like, he looks like, um, a little bit like Martin Short, but if like Martin Short, Short learned how to like play guitar at a young age. Yeah. Yep. Like just a different path. They're like long lost twins. And Ricky's shirt is awful. Oh man, there's I just too many bad shirts. I'm just like. not even. I'm not even locked in on Ricky this time. It's like tan, and then it has like it looks like like a, a tapestry print, like going down each side, like suspenders. Um. So, I mean, Heather's looks the most like a fucking Christian Audrey shirt. It's the one I would I'll tell buy. you that much. Like, yeah, if I was like, yeah, it looks the most legit for that time period. And they kind of read her the riot oh, act I, about it, but she's like, I still like it. I hate Ricky's shirt. Thanks for calling it out. Yeah, it's I don't let me get another look at this thing. It's awful. Sharon looks great. Her outfit's very timeless. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's no like, complaints about about Sharon. Sharon's dressed like she owns a pottery studio, which is great. <laughs> yeah, she looks like a like a substitute preschool teacher. Yes, absolutely. Um, oh, I didn't even see her jeans. Her jeans are nice. Um, she's wearing like a dark denim flare. Uh, there, you know what? The camera's avoiding Ricky. It is. It's it doing it on purpose. It's like now I want to look at Ricky, and it's the only time he's not hogging up screen time for all these beautiful yeah. babes. Um, so Destiny wins. She's oh, crying. Ew, ew. It Okay, is it like tattooed arms? Is his shirt supposed to look like there's tattooed arms <laughs> draped over his shoulders? I like think that's wearing, what it is. It looks like he's wearing like a tattooed backpack and you're seeing like the front straps yes. of it. It's made out of the skin of a dearly departed <laughs> uh, musician who played on Van's Warp Tour. It's... <laughs> Like they made a fucking backpack out of this tattooed yeah. skin. Yeah, he's giving a troubled twenty-two-year-old a piggyback ride. Oh my god! Yeah, and that's how he met Machine Gun. <laughs> yeah, yep. Oh, and Destiny's like, I found my calling. Are they eating more fucking pasta? Are they what? Huh? I think they're eating more pasta. And they got there it. was like. <laughs> There was grilled veggies and chicken and I think pasta. Um, Heather's calling her friend Sham. Is that her friend that she does stuff with now? It's a drag queen. Is that, uh, the name is Sham? It's not Shan? It's no, it's... With an she, M? Her name is... Hold on. I'll, I'll pull it up. Let me log into the Shade Palace Instagram that I never <laughs> check. Because um, I follow... She does stuff with this person um standby named sham yep shammy sham ibrahim they're a drag queen they're really funny they did like um some video stuff with heather in the fallout of the talk of love podcast that's so funny i'm like oh who's she talking to i know this person (laughs) yeah that's good for her. She's had a long friendship. That says something about her character, right? Honestly, I I couldn't have guessed that any of these people would have old friends at all. Yeah. Like pre this, after this. 
Yeah, they don't seem like it. Mm-mm. Especially not Lacey. Destiny, probably. Yeah. Did we find Destiny? Yeah, we did. I did, right? I think she's on Instagram. Yeah, she is. She was on Talk of Love. That's um, right. I think I watched it. That is right. And now Heather's back in Sharon's office, like, going off about the other girls and how they're not trying and she's trying. This is the episode that she has a panic attack in. I know I had talked about it earlier. I thought it was the A-list celebrity episode. It's this right now. She's having, she she says, like, later, um, like, now she's like, yeah, I was having a panic attack because she was, like, trying not to drink and she just quit cold turkey Mm. and she's having this like crazy meltdown and when i watched this with the volume on you could tell she's kind of that mile a minute kind of irrational like very much in a panic attack state um and you're just like you don't even know what you're saying right now yeah calling her a monster yeah that's so mean and so now they got to go talk to sharon and be like Whatever Heather said is not true. Um, And Destiny's like, she attacked and embarrassed me about the sex stuff. Oh, this is where they do the math. This is so funny what's about to happen. And so Destiny's like, I've had maybe three or four partners in the past six months. And Sharon's like, and that was only 1% happy. Oh, no, it was one out of five. Yeah. No, yeah, 1% satisfied. To multiply it by 90. What is this hoe math they're doing? I don't know. I don't think Sharon knows how math works. <laughs> but Sharon does draw the right conclusion that if that if four people in six months is 1% happy, then to be, if she were totally happy, she'd be very, very busy. <laughs> Um, and now Brandy M's going to come out of the closet about how she wasn't actually allergic to Megan's dog. Which is so funny that this is even a conversation. Her makeup looks really pretty, Brandy M. She looks great. She looks... She's getting... She's getting we hate her hair. Better as the show goes on. Yeah, she's a, she's a pretty lady. Um, it, it was just when she first came on the scene and she had like a new hairstyle and you're just like, ugh, that was a bad idea. Yeah, because she was... I thought she was hot in the... In her rock a love season, yeah, she absolutely was. And then she showed up here with like a, that, that hair yeah, that she, was being she, in the confessional. She showed up looking like that. That which we do not like. Um. Okay, and Sharon's like, I'm not mad about the faking the allergies, but she thinks like, okay, but you're only confessing because you were gonna get ratted out. I like that I watched this episode like uh, literally probably like 10 hours ago or maybe. No, I watched it yesterday. Okay, so it's been over 24 hours and I don't remember what happens. I I got about halfway through and I was I think I was just too high and sidetracked, which it's all right. Yeah, I I didn't doesn't feel like I missed that much. These are the episodes where like we can definitely talk over it and like stray exactly off of what's going on. And if we don't look at the screen for five minutes, we're not really missing. Like realistically. No, I think if we were detailing it really precisely, it would be very boring. Uh, The most boring. I I would. (laughs) I'd probably stop recording halfway through. (laughs) You'd be like, I can't 
talk about these bitches' socks anymore. Although Heather's wearing like knee-high ruffle Harajuku socks. This is so that era where Gwen Stefani had her like five backup dancers named Love, Angel, Music, and Baby. Okay, there's only four. Um, and then people, you know, later looked back and they were like, she's like the queen of appropriation. Oh, did, like, so she had like, like four like Asian backup dancers? Yeah, oh, they were like them. these little Harajuku girls and their names, she called them Love Angel Music Baby and she put out an album called Love Angel Music Baby. They were like her muses. Um, and then she had her uh, like purse and accessory line, Harajuku Lovers. Um, and it was like the last album with No Doubt they recorded in Jamaica and it was very, like their first video for it, it was like, She's wearing like the Jamaican flag as a tube top and like Have, she's just like, like rocking like a that. patois and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. And she has like the Bantu knots. Like it's that is kind of her thing. The the you know? Gwen Stefani having her Asian backup dancers it just completely unlocked that memory for me. Um, yeah, it was uh, like Holla Batgirl. And like yep. Sweet Escape, like they were in the music video. They were in like all the music videos and stuff like yep. that. I oh man, we just this is a therapy session right here. Is um I uh I did this thing called like they called like the lip sync, and it's basically like mm-hmm. like a talent show kind of, but like you just kind of like lip sync to songs and they just press play on the whatever and just dance around in circles on it. Man, I think I did two Gwen Stefani songs in one year. <laughs> I think it was, I think it was, yeah, I did two. I did two Gwen Stefani songs the same year. I mean, there was no one I wanted to be more during this time than Gwen Stefani. She was like everything. And like everyone thought that. And she's still a hot lady with good fashion sense. But like during this era, it was like that was who you wanted to be. Um, and your lip sync story just reminded me there was a show on like a distant cable channel during this time called pants off dance off. And it was basically like normal people like you and me doing strip teases in front of music videos. And then they'd get down to their underwear and it would be like, if you want to see uh, Sherry's berries, you're going to have to log into the website to see the rest. Um, but it was like not raunchy. It was really cute and innocent. My mom found it and was like, I think you'll like this. And it's just like average people that you would see working desk jobs doing strip teases. Um, yeah. Mm. Shout out to pants off dance off. That was amazing. Anytime I was in a hotel, uh, I would, um, play that. It's not pay-per-view or whatever. It wasn't like pay-per-view porn or anything, was it? No, it was on like Fuse TV or something like that, like um, like an expanded cable channel. And then if you wanted to see them fully nude, I think you could, but you had to pay on the website. But like it literally was not porn. It was just like them doing like dancing to music videos and taking their clothes off. And they would like recruit them at like malls or whatever. They'd Hell be yeah. like, hey, do you want to be on this show? <laughs> yeah. Where is it? A mall in Wichita, Kansas, trying to find administrative assistants that want to take their clothes off on TV. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the sort of sexuality I'm like very comfortable with where it's just kind of goofy. Like, I don't think that that's raunchy or exploitative in any way, shape or form. Let's, it's just like a bunch of people in their cotton panties boogieing on down a, to uh, Harajuku lovers. <laughs> there's a show. 
uh, it's in Europe, or I think. Um, it's like, is it Naked Attraction or something like that? Have you seen that show? Um, it's a whole. Is, did they go on dates naked? N- no, there was a big kick probably like four years ago where just every show was naked show, and it it yeah. worked because I watched a lot of them. But this one was <laughs> there like a whole bunch of people standing in like these booths, like just like colored booths that are all separate and like mm-hmm. like bit by bit they base they like raise the um this like glass panister like this glass pane thing that's kind of whatever opaque and um you can like see their dick and then they judge on the dick and they're like okay okay sally you got to send one of these dudes home based on like their dick and usually it's like (gasps) usually usually the girl's like i don't know i don't really like his feet that much and it's like no you just sent him home because he's got a small dick and there's like a fat hog over there in the corner and then they raise it up even further to like neck and then she has to like eliminate someone based on neck or something. No. And then they raise it all the way up and you can see their face, but they can't talk. And she eliminates another one and then they get to know each other and then eliminate another one. And then she gets naked and then picks somebody. I think and then they fuck. I think that's on how live it works. Television. <laughs> and then that is yeah. crazy. And then happily ever after, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure marriage, oh. marriage on site. It's, it's nuts. And they show it on TV. Like it's not, it's like, it's like on TV. Like, yeah. Like normal TV. Yeah. It's on it's whatever Europe. European channel. That's so crazy. That's wild. You know that the best looking one, like as a woman, when you pick one based on looks, it's going to be the worst personality. It is. Yeah. They do it. They do it both ways. I think they they have du- they have dudes in the boxes and they have girls in the boxes. Yeah, I feel like guys like if they pick it based on looks, it's gonna work out for them. And if a girl picks a guy based on looks, they're gonna find out they don't like the guy. I don't know. They have, Maybe that's just my opinion. They have an opportunity to speak somewhere further down the line. Oh, okay. But like okay. the first three rounds or whatever are almost exclusively on on looks. Yeah. Okay, so they're sending Heather home um, because she was, like, having issues. She was problematic. <laughs> yeah, and I think her whole thing was she was kind of melting down. Um, oh, what? And, like, they didn't send anybody else home? Oh, no, it's the final. Okay, three have yeah. three people in the final. Makes sense. I can't believe they're going to win $100,000 for this stupid show. That seems like a that I seems know. like way too much money for this train wreck. Right? So that makes me think how oh yeah, we I never found out. I tried to figure out how much Sharon got paid for this. But they must have had some kind of budget if the prize is a hundred thousand dollars. Cause like the first season of America's Next Top Model, the prize was like twenty grand. <laughs> yeah, like like really established shows, it's kind of strange sometimes. Like two hundred and fifty thousand is usually like the most you'd win in a show. I think Survivor yeah. is like a million. That's crazy. I think Survivor's still a million somehow, even though I think they don't have the viewers to afford a million dollars <laughs> as a prize. I, I was like listening to this podcast where they were talking about a show from like the WB called like The Jackal or Samuel Jackal. And it was just a ridiculous trash bag of a show. And it was canceled due to low ratings. And then they were like, they pulled up like one of the top shows on TV right now 
and it has less viewers than this show that in 2007 was canceled because no quote unquote no one watched it yeah and it's just how it is like there's not viewership what constitutes high viewership now is nothing like it used to be you know what i mean no it's Um, it's not it's it's, i mean everything's everyone's attention is spread so thin on so many things that like there is no such thing as primetime tv anymore people don't log on to to watch you know their favorite lineup of shows in a row it's like i haven't done that in since like the office was on nbc and it was like the office community yeah. and parks and rec like back to back to back yep. and it's like since then that was probably the last time yeah, since then i haven't i haven't watched a tv straight three different shows back to back for 3 hours in a row like are you insane no there there's no appointment television um and so yeah it used to be like oh yeah like a good show will have like 20% of the market share and now like a good show will have like 2% yeah like it's just it's crazy this dude i uh this dude i play hockey with currently i don't know if you remember i don't at all um i guess there's something called beach hockey pro beach hockey i don't remember that how did they play it it? was on espn they basically Uh in the sand in santa monica they put in this like sheet of whatever it's like roller hockey and okay they did it in the sand the surface was black like pitch black which meant that it just absorbed a ton of heat and apparently the uh-huh. it's like started to melt and stuff like that they used a ball instead of a puck like there was like ramp there okay. was like ramps and shit on it because it was like two like this sounds familiar it was like 98 to like 2001 it was like peak like okay. x games extreme type yeah and uh they had like the LA Laker, like the Laker girls and stuff like that, like, like basically dancing the whole time, like around the ice surface. Oh my god! They had a live metal band playing the entire time. <laughs> like it's peak trash, and I went down a huge rabbit hole for it yesterday, and there is nothing. It's been scrubbed from. Really? It's been scrubbed from the universe. There's like a couple of really old like. WordPress blogs that I had to like dig through archives to try and find they, they, it's like, it doesn't exist, but like it did pretty good ratings. Same deal. Like did better ratings than actually some pro sports. And then it got canceled because it didn't get high enough ratings, I guess. Because yeah, that's so crazy. Let's bring it back. Should Maybe not the black top surface is going to melt the puck ball. We'll see. Give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that might add an element of excitement it's like you don't want to fall down because it will melt your skin like yeah yeah they were saying like they would just get like if you if you fell down or whatever sometimes the surface would be melting so you'd have to like peel it off of you it was like it was like waxing yourself they played for for like 50 bucks a game they're just all trashed the whole time they would just go to the bars in santa monica right after oh yeah this dude this dude made it sound like like it was heaven yeah let's bring it back i now have a mission in life yeah, I know. I'm. I, I put a. If I can figure out more about it, I would put. I'd do like a little documentary type thing on it. A hundred percent. Yeah, that would be so cool. I just, I just gotta find more. I like. I can't get content. Like it's not on YouTube. There's like no pictures of anybody. There's no rosters online. So like, as someone who watches a lot of YouTube like mini docs about like the history of forgotten pop culture moments, like I would totally watch that. I'd be like. 15, 20 minutes, roller hockey. Fuck yeah. 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 I'm in. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put it together. 18 minutes with ads. 
And then, uh, boom, I mean, listen, done. I've watched a 20 minute documentary on the history of ball pits. So, um, <laughs> did, you, did you learn anything good? And, anything, anything you hadn't, you yeah. hadn't known? Yeah, it was created by this like artist who um, was like a known artist and he started doing structural play places for children and he was like fascinated with soft play. And so like he created them for like this sort of Canadians World Fair thing, like um, one of the like they do expos um, and then it kind of took off. But they went over like the cleaning and like how it became hard because like there's all these different ways of cleaning them, but really you just can't clean the balls. Um, like there were machines that would suck them out and run them through a rinser and spit them back out. Um, but, um, and so they kind of fell out of favor because of like cleanliness and germ issues and rumors of there being needles and stuff, but you can buy the balls online now. I like was looking it up. I was like, Oh yeah, you can make your own ball pit. Very affordable. And then I'm like, I live in a 480 square foot apartment. Where am I putting a ball pit? Why am I even you can, fathoming You can this? buy your own ball pit. I'll save so much money on going to ball pits. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I, wanna, I won't have to go to the McDonald's it... play plays in Tucson every, every week just yeah. to get my kicks. No, I'm just going to put it in my kitchen where I literally have to wade through a ball pit to get to my fridge. Is that what's going to help my binge eating is I'm just going to, I'm going to put a ball pit between me and the refrigerator. <laughs> my, uh, but I'll do these things where I'm like, oh yeah, no, so like a full setup. If you want to like, okay, you could do the inflatable pool method. Oh, and you can buy like different colors and arrangements of balls. I was like in deep and I was like, this is totally feasible. And I'm like, yeah, I don't like, I literally don't. I'm my kayak is in a friend's garage because I don't have room because I live in a shoebox. Like, where, where's the ball pit going? My, uh, I had a ball pit when I was younger. Like my parents, you did, yeah, yeah. I mean, talk about digging up memories. Here we are Bougie. again, yeah. <laughs> there was like, a, I remember they had the, the little plastic balls. I had them all over my like toy room and stuff like that. There, I don't yeah. know if there was ever. There was a pit at some point. We probably like popped it or something, and we just had a whole bunch of miscellaneous yeah. ball pit balls that had just no balls everywhere, had no home. But yeah, yeah, well, that was a good time. Best. Yeah, you should definitely yeah. try and invest in a ball pit. Re- relive, relive that <laughs> childhood. It's not. Not the worst um, investment in the world. I mean, I do like have a giant beanbag um, vagina that I made for an art installation, and it's um, huge. And I made it as part of like a rebirthing experience room. But I love just like laying in it. Like it's very because it's like you lay in it and you feel like nestled in, and it's like this like I, I don't know. Yeah. I love it. But, like, the next step would be the ball pit where I'm just, like, having a hard day and I'm just, like, I'm going to sit in my ball pit. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm going to the ball pit. <laughs> Which is, like, so me. It's, it's impossible to be sad in a ball pit. Have you ever seen a, have you yeah, seen a person uh, frowning in a ball pit? No. Imagine if I got rid of my couch and that's just what I sat <laughs> in, in and watched TV. <laughs> It would be really it. annoying for the listeners because they would hear all the rustling of balls <laughs> every time I moved. Like I'm a fidgety person, and you just hear the balls <laughs> rustling. Um, so, I think you know, they get used to it. Eventually, when we get uh, this podcast, you know, it's obviously syndicated and in the studio. The studio is just going to be a ball mm-hmm. pit. It just it has to. That be. That would be amazing. Yeah. It, it, we'll, we'll, it'll have to be on video. Otherwise, I actually know what, what's be, even funnier is investing all the money in like a ball pit studio and then just not showing it to anybody ever and just them knowing that we're in uh, a ball pit. 
Well, what if we made ASMR videos? <laughs> it's like a whole different project where it's just yeah. people telling really boring stories while sitting in a ball pit. Yeah, so just, you hear the just, light shifting of the balls. Do you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> that? That's me dropping my mic in the ball pit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, you know what? I <laughs> Listen, I we've got it all figured out. Listen, we have goals now. Yeah, now that I like understand the direction and trajectory <laughs> that my life was meant to go in, which is to have an ASMR ball pit show. Um, well, it's sort of it's sort of really it's sort of poetic, right? It's like you start off your yeah. life in a ball pit, and then full evolution, you come all the way back around to a point where you can afford a ball pit. Yeah. <laughs> At first, I thought you were just referring to testicles as a ball pit, <laughs> like you come out of the balls and then you end up. I in mean, the if balls, we want to get, if we want to go that that way, I mean, I guess it is true. I guess our entire yeah. life is just seeking out the next it's ball balls. pit. Balls. <laughs> we're just floating. We're just floating through life, just trying to get to yeah. the next ball pit. What's the saying where people are like, "Life is what happens while you're making plans," but like, life is just what happens in between ball yeah, pits. It's just, it's just one big waiting room. It's one big line for the ball pit. <laughs> and look, sometimes you get in there and there's a little peep. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes sometimes you is. step on a needle and you just gotta keep going. That's Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Yeah. It's you buy the ticket, you ride the ride. That's right. <laughs> um, all right. Well, you wanna do this again? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs>